Hey, sweet sisters. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I am Franny and I'm so glad you're here today because we are diving into an essential topic that we all need in life, no matter where you are. If you are a college student, if you are a brand new mama, if you're a brand new business owner, or even if you're a veteran business owner, if you are an empty nester, no matter where you are, which stage, which phase of life, we all need mentors. We are designed for community and we are designed to be in relationship with one another. And God provides us opportunities to have people who walk alongside of us, who are part of our tribe, part of our sisterhood, but he also gives us people to serve as examples. The number one place we go to for that, of course, is the Bible. But then he gives us people on this side of heaven. I love that expression, but he gives us people on this side of heaven to help us along on our journeys. So today we're going to dive into that. So go ahead, get yourself all ready to go, sit back and relax. We are diving in to the Shine with Brandy show. Hey, sweet sister. Welcome to the Shine with Brandy show. I'm Franny, and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's Word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you, so let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. All right, so no matter what age you are or no matter what interest level you have, whether you like cartoons or you don't, you most likely have heard of Charles Schultz. He is the creator and the cartoonist of the Peanuts. So if you guys remember those fun little characters, that's Snoopy and Linus and of course, Charlie and Lucy. And then there's that other little character, which you might remember, the teacher. Wah, 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 wah. Oftentimes in my life as a former school teacher myself, I have felt like students have only heard that from me. I digress. The one character we know about, but we very seldom hear, or really, you know, he's not the most famous character, is Pigpen. And I don't know if you remember him, but he was kind of that cute little, very friendly, fun little boy who was very messy. No matter where he went, it just seemed like he had this permanent cloud of dust and dirt around him. And so at times in my life, I have felt like Pigpen. And this entire episode today is actually based upon a conversation I had had with a girlfriend. She had listened to episode number eight. If you haven't listened to that yet, I share all about the pivoting and the turning point here in Shine and going back to and reuniting with a dream. In fact, a vision that the Lord placed upon my heart. And she had shared with me, thank you, Shelby, if you're listening, and I know you are. I thank you so much for listening in today. But she had shared with me, you know, Franny, I think it's so awesome. I love what you're doing. But you had mentioned, you know, that you're going to be coaching people and you had mentioned that you are a hot mess. And she said, you know, I don't know if I would be a person who would actually go and work with someone who called themselves a hot mess. And I was like, that's such interesting feedback. Like, tell me a little bit more and, you know, let's unpack that a little bit. Now, first of all, I want to just share with you that you need people in your life who are going to rebuke you <laughs> and people in your life who are going to challenge you and ask you questions to think the mile deep. And to get you to understand perhaps their perspective and see where they're coming from. And I know that oftentimes we don't want to hear that. And we oftentimes 
feel defensive when someone calls us out on something. But I love the Stephen Furtick quote where he says, when you take offense, you build offense. So oftentimes coming from a space of wanting to understand someone versus just feeling like you have to be right or you have to defend yourself. Like, oh, tell me a little bit about that or, you know, let's work through that a little bit. So when she had shared that, you know, she was a little bit concerned that I had opened up and said, like, look, I'm a hot mess. If you don't know me, you know, I'm a hot mess. I went back and I listened to that episode thinking, oh, man, alive. I wonder, you know, what exactly I said. Now, I need to share with you guys. If you look at me on social, like, you will see me in a messy bun. Right now, I've got a messy bun with hair flying all around. And so perhaps I am in some ways like pig pen physically. But I think as a Christian woman... We are all like, as Christians, right? Doesn't matter if Christian woman, boy, girl, no matter what you are. As Christians, we are all like pig pen (laughs) in some ways, shape or form. We oftentimes have this messiness about us. And I just need to tell you guys, like your vibe attracts your tribe. And like, I am very open and very vulnerable. And I share a lot of things, not from a place of, hey, look at me, from a place of, wow, like somebody else has been there too. It's not just me because I know that it is so comforting when someone says to me, you don't even know, Franny, like we have struggled with bankruptcy as well. Or, you know, I haven't had bankruptcy, but we've struggled with money as well. Or don't worry, like I totally get you pulling cake out of the garbage and eating it. Like, yeah, me too, (laughs) right? So whether you're nodding your head or shouting amen or laughing yourself right now, like I've been in both of those situations where money has been an issue. It has actually been an idol. That's a whole other episode that I will share more about. But I need to tell you, like, in a lot of ways, you guys, like, I'm a really crappy Christian. My friend Blake has a podcast, right? It's called The Crappy Christian. And I'm actually going to be on that here later this spring. But just an FYI, like, I make mistakes all of the time. And that is what grace is all about. And so as I went back and I shared with Shelby and I was like, well, all that I was saying was like, my life is not perfect. Like I'm not going to put out like perfectly polished posts and I'm going to have spelling errors and I'm going to end sentence with prepositions, even though I'm an English teacher, former English teacher, like I'm not perfect. And if people are coming to me and expecting perfection or they're going to be a part of, you know, my Facebook group or my programs, or we're going to coach together, like there are going to be times where I am just going to be like somewhat messy. And I don't mean messy in terms of like all over the place. I mean, messy as like, I'm going to share like the dark parts and the vulnerable parts, because I want you to understand as you've heard this cliche so many times, like God will always use that messiness to make a message out of it. It, I, it, no matter what, and sorry, getting so flummoxed here because I think about so many testimonies that I've heard every single testimony. And I'm sure you can relate to this in your story included, sweet sister, that every single story and every single testimony comes from most likely a rock bottom moment. Now there are those people who are like, I was saved when I was five and I just, you know, live for the Lord. I'm like, I did not do that. (laughs) Like I drank myself into like literally oblivion in college. I ate full pizzas by myself, drank 24 count, you know, pound case of beer. Like I have, you know, been very promiscuous. Like all of those things are all future episodes. Now, not saying that to glorify that, but saying that to show you that God has always been in pursuit of me and he's always in pursuit of us. And so I think about that in terms of having a mentor and someone who's gone before. And I've had so many people in my life who God has put in my path. And it's not to say that you need someone who has walked a mile in your moccasins, if you will. For example, if I have cancer, I can go to an oncologist who has never had cancer. 
But if somebody has had cancer and they're treating me, they're going to be like, oh, have you experienced this symptom? Isn't that the worst? Like it makes it that much more relatable. And it's almost like, ah, they get me, right? Like, and you create that stronger, deeper, more meaningful connection and bond with that person. In my book, I write about, I have a book that I wrote last year when I was like, go for my job from your fire to that girl's on fire. And I talk about the seven steps that someone needs in order to make a seamless transition. In one of the chapters, I talk about having a sensei. Now, sensei is a term that we oftentimes will associate with a martial arts teacher. But in Japanese, the actual word, the translation is one who has gone before. And so it's not just a person who is in some, you know, martial arts space. It is a person who has gone before you. And I then go on to, of course, joke that my mom had knee replacement surgery. And there she was the next day in physical therapy. And she was like, oh my gosh, you're going to love it. It's going to feel amazing. And you're going to feel so much better. And I'm like, you have like 42 staples in your leg. What are you talking about? (laughs) But with that being said, the person who was getting the surgery done the next day, she was already one step ahead of them, y'all. And she was only one day post-op. So we have that person who has walked one step ahead of us. If you're a brand new mom, you might call that new, you know, that mom down the street who just had a baby two weeks before and be like, tell me about this breastfeeding stuff. Like I can't get this latching, you know, part to to work. Now I'm not a mom, so I don't even know how the words that go along with that. (laughs) But with that being said, I notice I say that a lot, guys. So I need to be mindful of that. But that new mom is going to call that other new mom and say, who's one day ahead of her, one week ahead of her, one month, one year ahead of her and say, tell me about this. What should I expect? Like, I didn't know that you deliver a placenta after you have a baby. Like that was a newsflash to me. I was like, what? Now, again, I've never had a baby. I will be Sarah one day waiting for my Boaz. No digression there. So a sensei is one who has gone before. And so when we think about that, you know, I shared in um, episode number eight, all about my crazy transformation you know, kind of to lead me to this space today and the long winding road that it took me to get here. I need to tell you guys, when I first started in Shine, like when I first started Shine, I was doing all these things to try to learn online business and online marketing. And I went on a $10,000 retreat to Maui. Now that was not a bad place to go and retreat, but (laughs) let me just tell you $10,000. And I had never, I didn't know anything about it. I'd never even dabbled in this. I probably could have done like a couple YouTube videos beforehand and maybe a webinar or two before just jumping all in. I was in over my head. Then I came back from that and I was like, oh, there's this really great sales funnel that I hear that you start with a webinar and you automate that. I signed up for $12,000 to that. I kept on doing all these little programs and I was looking for that sensei. I was looking for that mentor who was going to lead me and show me the way that I should go. Now, first of all, we all know that that is the Lord's Bible, right? That that is the guidebook for life. There's no other self-help book that we need. We need to go to that Bible for first and foremost. And I was not doing that. Even though I wanted to have a faith-based business and even though I, you know, joke around and call it my business tree. I was certainly not using God as my first mentor, as my go-to. Like, okay, Lord, this is what I think. I'm committing this to you. Praying about it, fasting about it, doing all the things, seeking godly counsel. I just went and did it. And so I learned so much, an expensive amount of learning, you know, beyond my um, undergraduate degrees and master's degree. I have spent over $50,000 then additionally in all of this online business mentoring. And then I told you that in January, I worked with a coach and two friends independent of one another had recommended this person. So I knew she was awesome. Here's what I decided in the beginning of January. Okay, Lord. And this is where the Lord was speaking to me. 
I have worked with all of these people, these people who are making eight and nine figures. I've worked with these people who have been, you know, in this magazine and in this TV show and all of these things and nothing has worked. And the Lord was like, are you seeking other Christians? And that was like a mic drop. I was like, oh, well, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so I decided that in January, no more. So when those two friends had recommended this one Christian coach, I thought, you know what? I'm doing it. And then I also said to myself, I am only working with Christians moving forward with coaches and mentors, because guess what? If I'm wanting to lead that way, I need them to lead that way. If I want to hop on a call, I want to have someone praying over me and ending and just, you know, and being spirit led and saying, you know what, Franny, you've got so much going on in your head today. We're just going to stop right now and pray. Like I can see you're overwhelmed. I can hear it in your voice, whatever that is. Knowing that the spirit is guiding them, that is hugely powerful. Not just saying, hey, let's put this, you know, sales funnel. Let's go ahead and run this Facebook ad. None of that matters to me. Um, what matters to me is creating community. What matters to me is helping make heaven full. Those are important things to me. So as I was praying, I was asking people for referrals. And again, I was going to godly friends who were in this same, very similar space. They had offered some great suggestions. Again, the one suggestion I waited a month and spent a lot of money, but you know what? It was worth it because it gave me that clarity along with other principles that God gave me. You know, it, as he tells you all the time, my ways are higher than your ways, right? Commit your plans to me and I will make them succeed. All of those things that we know, my lamp is a, or sorry, my word is a light to your feet, right? As I continue to seek him and really make him the boss of this business and the CEO of this business and make him the leader, you know, I answer to him. Ultimately, at the end of the day, when I get to heaven, he's not going to say, Hey, Franny, how much is in your bank account? He's going to say like, Hey, who did you bring with you? Hey, who did you help? And I need to go ahead and say, uh, you know, whoever that is, here's my list. Right. And even if it's not a list, even if it's like, this is the one then he's like, great, well done, good and faithful servant. That's where my intention is. And that's where my hope is. And so I decided this year, I write about this in my book, but I was totally being a hypocrite. I'm going to, that's my confession to you. It tells us in James 1, 5, confess your sins. I think it's 1, 5, confess your sins to one another. But I have in my book, find four to follow and picking four people, finding four people and following those four. One person who is 10 years ahead of you, where you're like, that is where I want to be in 10 years. One person who's five years ahead of you. One person who's one year ahead of you and then one person who is in your same sphere like you're right now. And you watch and you see what they're doing. Now, not to emulate them, not to, you know, follow in their footsteps 100%, but just, hey, what are they doing? What is, you know, what does it look like in their space and place? What are some of the, you know, offers they're making and things like that? Again, you're you. You be you, boo, right? You don't be them. You're just looking to see what they're doing and finding that mentorship piece. Now, guys, we go back to the Bible. As I mentioned in the beginning of this, we go back to the Bible for our, you know, example here. Think about Moses. He had Joshua and Joshua had Caleb. It is hugely powerful, one, to have a person ahead of you, and then two, to be bringing up someone right there behind you. And so we need to use our gifting to be a gift to someone else. And we need to tap into someone's else, someone else's gifting ahead of us to be able to then hone our gifts. So this is very much a biblical structure. Now, of course, the world has made it into so many different, you know, levels and programs and, you know, all these different things you can buy into. But we, when we go back to the Bible, God, of course, he wants community. He wants people to build community. You know, think about how 
all the Israelites, right? They traveled together. But he wants us to watch and see what they have done and how they have then instilled leadership. Think about when Caleb and Joshua went into the camp. They were the ones who came out. They were such strong leaders. They were the ones who believed that they were not the size of grasshoppers. And they were the ones who entered into the promised land. We want to have that kind of person who's alongside of us, who is going to see and believe alongside of us. That person who is going to pour into us, that person who's going to speak life into us. We want that kind of mentorship. We need that kind of mentorship. The world is so full of haters, y'all. So we need to go ahead and surround ourselves with people who are purposeful and passionate about what the Lord has as his purpose and his passion in our hearts, right? In our purpose for this, this side of heaven, what we're living for. Now, of course, if you, you know, there's so many places and spaces when we think about Les Brown, he says, you know, something along the lines, I'm going to, it's not, this is not verbatim y'all, but he says, when you get there, when you arrive, that you want to make sure that you reach back and you help someone else. So you're reaching back and you're coming alongside of someone. And so as I ended my conversation with Shelby and I was like, so this is kind of where I'm coming from. And she was like, it makes so much more sense now. Like you're the messiness of pig pen because you're wanting to help someone else. I was like, yes. I'm like, and the messiness is more or less just me opening myself up to expose some of those things. Because here's the other thing I know, friends, that when I share, it is not a place and a space for me to be like, hey, look at me, look at me. Now, there was a time in life where I did that. But it's more or less a place like me kicking that devil in the crotch and saying, you get behind me, Satan, because guess what? Your power has no power over me. And his power comes in the form of shame, of guilt, of regret, of embarrassment, of anxiety, all of those forces that he tries to put into our lives. And I said, nope, not today, Satan. So anytime that you expose what you might feel or the world might deem as shame, regret, guilt, anxiety, you're saying, hey, look, this is something I'm dealing with. This is something that I'm struggling with. This is something that I've walked through. And the enemy's like, oh, shoot, she might help somebody with that. That's where my hot messiness came from. And that's what I'm here to help y'all do. So there's two ways that we can connect with, you know, just I want you to be able to listen to this podcast, get free information, walk away from this today and be like, okay, who's my Moses? And then who am I bringing up as my Caleb, right? If you're that Joshua. Now, one, I would love for you to join our Facebook community. It is called Free and Favored. It is all about faith fitness and fun because we are meant to have fun. So we have a lot of fun in there. Okay. That's one thing I would love you to come on over to Facebook. It is a private Facebook group. It's not on my personal, it's not on my shine with Franny page because I want it to be private because we do workouts in there and you might even see like boob sweat or whatever during a workout and whatnot. So with that being said, I'd love for you to join free and favored over on Facebook. And then also, if you are interested, I do take one-on-one clients on And if you're interested in that, just message me. It's Franny at Shine with Franny and let me know if that's something of interest to you. If you're looking to get stronger, healthier, more confident in your life in any area, I'd love to be able to work with you and perhaps lead you alongside, you know, come alongside of you and be that guide on the side for you, be that Moses, however you want to call it, right? But know that we are in this together, friends. I love you so much. And until next time, be blessed. Hey sister, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know life is full, but I hope I can fill your cup to overflow with more Jesus and joy. While I hope we're friends on all social platforms, I invite you to click the subscribe button so each episode will automatically download once it's released. Oh, and real quick before you go, if you found value in today's message and you learned something new, please share a rating and write a review. 
And of course, I'd love for you to share this message with another sister who might be encouraged by it too. Now, get out there and live fully, freely, and fearlessly, knowing that that is why you're here. Until next time, shine on, sweet sister.